A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, it's Redman Bite Size with me, Paul Machen. A bite size look at all of the news stories around Liverpool Football Club on today, the 1st of May. Happy bank holiday to each and every one of you who gets to be lucky enough to be in the job that allows such things. I am here <laughs> recording this podcast because there's a bunch of things to talk about with Liverpool Football Club. We've got a little bit of transfer news and we've got a lot of fallout from Liverpool's 4-3 win over Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, I'm going to kick things off then with Harvey Elliott, who was speaking in the mix zone uh, with the Liverpool Echo and asked about Liverpool's transfer plans for the summer. Um so it's nice when the club sign new players, obviously being linked with a whole host of names. Um, the quotes are, more competition drives you on to make sure you are the best, to work as hard as you possibly can in training and to take your opportunity in games. Whoever comes in, they will have unbelievable talent because it is a big club and it's always going to be hard. But you need to reflect on the situation, stay level-headed and wait for your opportunity, which is what I'll be doing. And I'll be working as hard as I possibly can to show the manager and coaching staff that I can play. Uh, he also added he would like to be able to help new lads out if they needed it because it's nice for them to know they have people around to look after them. He also said it's more competition, but it's good for everyone. Whatever happens, happens, and I'll make sure I work extra hard to prove myself. Um, really, really good stuff again. You know, we've seen this quite a lot in the last 18 months, I'd say, but actually, in fairness, every time Harvey Elliott's kind of taken to the field with Liverpool, I think in particular. The rather infamous game now where the the Reds played Aston Villa in the League Cup where effectively the kids, the under-18s, played Aston Villa while the main squad were off competing for the Club World Cup. Um, and you saw Harvey Elliott, even though he was not even the oldest player on the pitch and certainly not the longest at the club on the pitch, far from it, uh, conducted himself like a senior player. But he always speaks so well in interviews. I've been lucky enough to speak to him in uh, the build to the Champions League final last year and then on the pre-season tour as well uh, in Thailand and again he's a lad who's got his head screwed on he understands his place he understands the capabilities that he already possesses but knows that he's got to continue to work if he wants to get the most out of those so yeah I think it's, it, it represents another really mature attitude to not feel down out down beaten whatever by players coming in seeing that as a challenge that's only going to drive you on to achieve more very very good stuff indeed um speaking of which uh this is anfield reporting this but it's actually come from a reliable twitter user according to them at scouts attending and a couple of other sources as well which we'll reference along the way uh talking about uh, midfielder manuel ugarte uh who currently plays for sporting in portugal 
Zamfield say, according to a reliable Twitter user, at Scouts attending, both Liverpool and Newcastle representatives watched the clash between Sporting uh, and Famalhau on Sunday night. Their intended targets were believed to be midfielder Ugarte and centre-back Gonzalo uh, Inacio, with the Reds credited with an interest in both. According to reports from CNN Portugal, Ojogo and Abola over the weekend, Liverpool have made contact with Sporting regarding a deal for Ugarte. The 22-year-old offensive midfielder is expected to part Lisbon this summer with Sporting hold out for his re- holding out for his release clause of 60 million euros about 52.7 million pounds these reports have been corroborated by Uruguayan journalist Brahian Cushman who wrote on Twitter that the information is real and there is interest uh, the Sanfield going to say it is often the case that Liverpool's transfer activity is more reliably covered in a player's native country or that of the league in which they play. With the Garty, that's now true for both. It remains to be seen if these early talks with Sporting result in a concrete move for the midfielder. Uh, say he played 73 minutes of the 2-1 victory over former club Famale Thau before being withdrawn in the second half, having picked up a yellow card. Um Really, really interesting stuff. Now, it's interesting to see whether much comes of this. I think Liverpool will very much be in the market for a proper defensive midfielder. I have a sneaky suspicion a couple of players will be shifted around tactically um, when they've had more time to work on the training ground in this new shape or what have you. And having just done part one of a video looking at the the depth of Liverpool's squad and comparing it to the 18-19 squad in terms of minutes played, age profiles of the footballers, it's quite clear as if we didn't already know that Fabinho really needs either moving on or some really, really, really strong backup slash competition for that. Someone who's, who's got more in the tank and perhaps a touch more aggression as well in how he plays. He would certainly fit the bill uh, in Agate, but it's interesting to see him go from a player that was really just being mentioned in Twitter spaces and, and YouTube comments a couple of weeks ago. Now it looks as though, you know, if nothing else, Liverpool have certainly got an eye on him. Now they will have a number of eyes over a number of players on the continent with them seeking to get as much value from the transfer markets for midfielders as possible this summer, knowing that a bare minimum of two, probably three, is what would make everyone feel a little bit more relaxed about Liverpool's squad situation. In the range of fifty million pounds, feels like that's the kind of if you're gonna not go all in on Jude Bellingham, then presumably rather than spend one hundred and twenty on one, you're looking to spread that out over two or three or, or more. Um, does feel like he would fit into the brackets of the exact type of footballer Liverpool are looking for? Right age, right profile, decent level of experience, uh, and and quite likely available in the summer as well. All very positive things. Right, okay, let's move on. Um. We're going to do some of the fallouts, really, from the the game at the weekend. One thing which is, I guess, a kind of a nice story before we delve into the Jürgen Klopp uh, referee stuff, uh, which is slightly less nice. Um, Graham Sunes announced his, uh, that he was stepping down from Sky Sports at the end of the coverage at the weekend. Obviously, the former Liverpool manager and European Cup winning player um, had been a fixture on the channel since 2008. Uh, some really interesting quotes uh, from him there. He says, uh, I have to say, for me, I decided the football management wasn't for me anymore. I had totally the wrong temperament, temperament for it and personality. Uh, I'm sure the uh, Blackburn, Newcastle, Galatasaray fans, Southampton fans. Gosh, who else did he manage? Plenty. Um, 
would be interested to hear that. He said, I was given an opportunity to do this and it's been magnificent. It has just been the most fantastic time for me. I love football and I care for it and I worry about it going forward. But in Sky's hands, it's in safe hands. I think over the years, we've treated the Premier League with great detail and I think we look after football very well. Me personally, I've got the buzz of live football coming to some fantastic games, some fantastic stadiums and witnessing some great events. I think I owe 100 apologies, but I haven't got time for that to people that I may have said some harsh things. I think people at home want to see us not always agree, but it's been great and I am amongst friends. Nothing goes on forever. I have lots of things coming up. It's been great. So thank you to everyone. And there was a wonderful little moment where um, he did look to be tearing up toward the end. This is like, you know, football hard man. Um, Graham Souness, like showing human emotions on Sky Sports was a, was a tough little watch at the end there. But I think as, as just all things kind of come to an end and he is very much of an old school that, is happy to give strong opinions and I'm not sure just this is his personal opinion of course that I think Sky are much more in the market for someone who gives strong opinions but is gives them in a controlled sense i.e. they know what they're saying they're saying things deliberately to garner more interest a la Roy Keane uh, rather than someone who says them things and means them because the possibility they'll say something that he means that could get him into trouble um, they don't they want less of those kind of pundits they want a more controlled approach to that so um, Graham Soon has had a great run and obviously yeah um given how much he's wound up rival fans uh, over the years has definitely been a benefit to uh, our enjoyment of the game so yeah obviously a Liverpool legend moving on to new things it'll be interesting to see what he does next There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, going back to the game itself then, uh, the PGMOL have strongly refuted Jürgen Klopp's claims against Paul Tierney. So yeah, speaking in his post-match interview, um, he once again doubled down on the notion that Paul Tierney's got a problem with him, a problem with Liverpool. He's confronted him about this in the past. He's brought it up in previous uh, interviews about him. And he also said that what Tierney said to him upon booking him, what he said to me was not okay. However, uh, the PGML have released a statement saying uh, the PGMOL is aware of the comments made by Jürgen Klopp after his side's fixture with Tottenham Hotspur. Match officials in the Premier League are recorded in all games via a communication system. And having fully reviewed the audio of referee Paul Tierney from today's fixture, we can confirm he acted in a professional manner throughout including when issuing the caution to the Liverpool manager so therefore we strongly refute any suggestion that Tierney's actions were improper and what 
could well face Jurgen Klopp um, is a potential touchline ban and fine uh, if they choose to to go further with this. Uh, he, he escaped the touchline ban in October, being fined thirty thousand uh, after confronting uh, referee Anthony Taylor during the game against Manchester City. Um, but whether that um, leads to further this time we'll find out in the coming days but yeah Klopp did say at the time of the weekend hey, how he looks at me I don't understand it my celebration was unnecessary which is fair uh, but he said to me when he gave me the yellow card is not okay uh, when he asked when he was pressed on that he said I will not say anything about it the refs don't say what is said and I don't say what is said um yeah, interesting one to see. Obviously, Liverpool garnering some real momentum in the league at the moment, trying to end the season on a positive, and this could be something that does have a negative impact. Um, so, fingers crossed uh, that, yeah, it is, it is something that he gets away with, I guess. Um, but um, former Premier League referee uh, Keith Hackett has been speaking about the incident, uh, and he said... This is it's high time the authority throw the book at Klopp uh, for his unacceptable touchline antics. He has every right to show passion, and indeed his complaint to Tierney was a valid one, but he must make his point within acceptable limits. This weakness by our elite officials to not act during a game promotes poor behaviour at grassroots level and tarnishes the image of the Premier League around the world. Managers at a lower level will look at how Klopp behaves and think it's okay to do the same. Um, yeah, and of course, referees are likely to always take the referee's side on that, and I have to admit, as for as huge a fan as I am of Jürgen Klopp, I do find at times the behaviour around referees, while understandable it, we see this a lot I mean we, I'm sure we've all done things where for certain footballer celebrations or whatever you know that may not be perfectly suitable for younger players to be conducting um, we've, we've done them the infamous Robbie Fowler White Lion celebration yeah talk of the playground um, for, for years that followed after that and you know, let's be honest it's, it's origins were not quite in their most purest uh, purest of senses Um I do agree that people need to be, referees need to be strong. But referees, of course, in this awful situation where they need more accountability, but there's a there's a wall of protection that goes up around them from the PGMOL. If there's recordings, make conversations public. This is my opinion, by the way, not necessarily the opinion of anyone else. Often thought this it would it would lift the light actually on the on the abuse that referees face on a game-to-game basis. If you want to change that, I think if you could start almost pointing the finger back at the players, if you could hear the, the, the way in which certain footballers talk to referees and that went out, I, don't be surprised if that would that would curb it almost overnight. Uh, the language used, the, the intimidation used, and it might give referees a little bit of power back, but it does run the risk of exposing their own inadequacies and failures. We've seen that happen where conversations have been picked up by by cameras and put and painted referees in a bad light. So it's an awkward kind of it's an awkward kind of chicken and egg kind of situation, or you know, it's it's a bit of an endless endless negative spiral when you you fall down the rabbit hole of what does need to happen to change it. More trust needs to be handed out, more transparency is needed. But if you go for more transparency, it might mean that more people's jobs are at risk for being rubbish at their jobs. But then if you do that, then training has to be put in place and then the levels and standards have to be raised and they have to be met doesn't do much favors for the ones who are rubbish um but it should hopefully overall help the game in the long term but whether there's a desire to do that it doesn't really appear to be the case right now uh finally just to end things uh Diogo Jota of course scored that wonderful wonderful winner at Anfield um 
has revealed that there was a little word of inspiration. Uh, this fight, LFC TV, he said, I remember Robbo telling me to go on because we normally play that long ball, to go on and to believe. And you could feel that was already a good sign. We did that. We won the second ball. We played it back. We played again in behind and I could intercept that pass and score the winner. It was amazing. I think the moment I believed I could intercept was key because I started running in behind when I saw their fullback could have passed the ball. So that was the key moment for me. Uh, he went on to downplay the finish saying, didn't require too much thinking and you just make sure you control it right and hit the target. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, really cool to see Andy Robertson. We often talk about Liverpool having leaders all over the pitch and there's another example of a player not necessarily in the best form of his Liverpool career but still able to have a positive contribution in the match but also from a from from a real yeah management leadership positive role model kind of uh, position within the squad so very very good to see Robbo do that and you know not quite as good as seeing Diogo Jota take his touch and bury it past uh, the goalkeeper in the 94th minute to give Liverpool a winner uh, having seen former Evertonian Richarlison level it up um, but nice nevertheless uh, if you want more on that game by the way uh, do go and check out the final word show. That is exclusively over on redmenplus.com. You can get that as a podcast or you can get the video version as well. 60 minutes looking back on that game in depth and detail and having a good old laugh at the expense of Richarlison as well. If you want to get closer to the feeling of being in Anfield, I've done a vlog over on my YouTube channel, Mage TV. Uh, that will be there for your perusal as well. So yeah, if you want to go and see the cop view uh, and hear my screaming laughing voice uh, upon the winner then you can definitely go and check that out uh, and also we've recorded the biased football podcast today also on redmenplus.com looking at the weekend's action how boring how tremendously suffocatingly boring it is that Manchester City are just going to walk away with the league and uh, a closer look at the absolute state of the run-ins for Everton Football Club, Leeds United and Nottingham Forest as they all seek to avoid the drop or whilst having a good laugh and a, a bit of a, a fun poke at the teams that we don't like very much. Uh, so yeah, go and check all those out on redmenplus.com Other than that, have a wonderful rest of your bank holiday or Tuesday morning if you listen to it then uh, and other than that uh, yeah, you stay cool, have a boss time, and hopefully the Reds can continue to win with a midweek game against Fulham this week. Up the Reds. <laughs>